Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language Korean football podcast. Uh, I'm joined as ever by Paul. We're phantomless again this week. Yeah. He's not doing a very good job of being like the third host, is he? He might be here, just we can't see him. Ah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point, yeah. Plus, no one's really sure if ghosts exist, right? So So he could be hiding under the table as well, right? Waiting to jump out and scream. Scare us. Well, hopefully jump out with scarers and not do anything from, from Police Academy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, good evening, Paul. That was very, very interesting uh, intro music. You went with Anastasia. Yeah. I believe it was Left Outside Alone, I believe is the name of the song. Yeah. Um, Although in this case, it's more like Left Inside Alone. Right? Left Inside Alone. Any any reason that you feel a little bit lonely this week? Like, I know that you've not been alone this week, that your, your family's in town. I saw some fantastic photographs from everyone's favourite... Radio show. Yeah. <laughs> so why did you choose Left Outside Alone then? Um, just because this week the average attendances for the first five rounds of the Champions League were released and Korean attendance is the lowest out of any country, even below Qatar. Even below Qatar? Yeah. Average of about four and a half thousand. Oh wow, so they're not the lowest of the region but the lowest of the whole yeah. tournament. Oh yeah. wow, wow. Okay, I guess we'll get on to why that is. You have a really good theory as to why that is, right? Or maybe why it's not, I should say, yeah? I think, I, I, well, it, it probably is true to some extent, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Okay, so I guess we'll do that when we get to our, our ACL uh, reviews, and I guess there's some big news for, for those of an orange persuasion, um, so to speak. Um, we'll also talk about K-League 1, K-League 2, obviously, and, well, I guess the main crux of the show will probably be on the biggest uh, event in K-League history as uh, Dehan will wear the blue of Suwon in the first super match of the season, yeah? Yeah. No other big announcements this week. Um, Don't forget there was a, an FA Cup match on Wednesday. There was indeed as well, yeah. So I guess we'll do a quick kind of recap of what we didn't see. Was it a, was it a cup set or not, do you think? Um, so let's do that now. Let's do that now then. Okay, so that, that was obviously the, re, the kind of the scheduled game between Pusan and, and uh, Buchon. Yep. Um, Buchon won every game this season so far. They have, yep. Uh, Pusan obviously got to the final last year. Yeah, so I guess it was like two two yeah. big teams, I guess, Clash in terms of, of K2. Clash of the Titans, well, Clash of the K2 Titans anyway. Yeah. Uh, how did it go? Um, Pusan won 2-0, two, 2-1. Two, okay. 2-something. Two 2-something, two brilliant, <laughs> okay. Uh, it was played in the afternoon, so I completely missed it. I'd assumed it was going to be played in the evening, because normally it's like university things that play in the afternoon, right? But the K-League ones play in the evening. Yeah. But I went on to see if anyone was tweet- tweeting it, and I was going to say, there was no one tweeting about the, K- the FA Cup, and then I looked and it had already been played at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it was like 2 o'clock or something, on Tuesday, Monday? Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Okay, so I knew it was earlier this week, yeah. It's been a long week. Okay, so yeah, so uh, Pusan through, Buchon out. Uh, is that a cup set? Um, I mean, based on their form this year? I mean, Pusan obviously one of the stronger teams in the K2, and they were at home, so you Probably. can't really say 
I don't know. But it's going to be good news for um, John Book, right? What, the, the butcher? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure somebody will be at least happy. Okay. Um, and I guess, yeah, once we get to it, I guess we'll, we'll look at doing our winners and, and losers as well, yeah? So, Paul, where do you want to start? K, K-League or ACL? What would you rather start with? Uh, it was 2-1, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will start with... Oh, oh also... Does it, does it count if Pop didn't score? No, it's consecutive K-League matches. Okay. For what I'm reporting on anyway. Okay. So, so Pop Watch I'm going. making up the rules as I go along, to be perfectly honest, so... Pop, Pop Watch goes on. Pop Watch is still ongoing. Uh, let's start with the ACL. Perfect place to start, because as non-Blue Wings fans, we're probably probably a bit happy by the end of the, the week, yeah? Did you go? Uh, I didn't, actually. So, basically, um, there was a reason why I didn't go, but it was a poor excuse, so... I just didn't go. And you missed the match of the century. Um, so I, I was going to go. I was talking to the Phantom in the morning uh, about going. But um, in the end, I, I was working right up till just after 6pm. And that was going to be like a mad dash. I didn't realise actually that you can pay 2,700 won and get a 25 minute KTX to one these days. I didn't actually know that. I'm pretty sure I told you last week. I think you did tell me last week, but I don't listen back to the podcast, so <laughs> so I guess that's my problem, right? Um, so yeah, um, so I didn't go in the end. Uh, I got home for, well, I got home for what would have been time to watch it on TV, but uh, JTBC decided to show all of the Jeju game yeah. and then show just the second half of the Blue Wings game. So I thought it was a which, delayed kickoff, actually. Which I agree with. Well, I thought it was a delayed kickoff, so I was staying off of Twitter, so I didn't know what the half time score was, um, so because I, I thought I would watch the whole game from nine. But yeah, in, in the end, they showed only the second half, which was, to be perfectly honest, exceptional. But but I mean, we've complained in the past that they've not bothered showing the team that's away from home, and they've they've shown live the team that is playing at home. Yeah, I agree with showing the Jeju game. So, Jeju but, game is the one that should have been shown. Yeah. Um, unless you're a Jeju fan. <laughs> <laughs> In this case, you'd probably like not to have seen it. Um, so, Jeju are officially the first Korean team, and probably not the only one, to crash out of the group stages. Yeah. As they lost 2 0 uh, in Japan, right? Rest in peace. Yep. And I think, to be honest, it's been a shocking campaign from day one when they lost at home to Saraza. Um They lost 1-0 in the last minute uh, in, the, in their first group game. Um, so, Jeju out. Um, surprised? Uh, what, what do you think? I mean, they got through the groups last year. They had that, you know, fight, so to speak, the battle with Yuraba. Were you surprised to see them falter so meekly this uh, year? I think it fits in with their league form, doesn't it? Yeah. They've not. They've started very poorly in the league compared to the standards they set last year. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's looking like Seoul last year, right? Yeah, okay. So, Jeju are out. That was uh, Tuesday. Also on Tuesday was uh, Suwon Blue Wings against Sydney uh, FC. They'd beaten Sydney 2-0 in Australia and then had been pretty rank since then, to be perfectly honest. Um, their home form in the, in the ACL has been really poor, right? Yeah. Um, so, game that basically, uh, could imagine they've got to be favourites to win. Um, and yeah, it was a rip-roaring, romping 4-1 victory. 
For Sydney. For Sydney. <laughs> um, so, as I said, I turned it on at half-time, um, and it was 2-1. So Sydney had taken the lead, um, and then Dehan had equalised. Quite a funny goal, because basically like, it was one of those typical Dehan goals where, you know, like, he had shot, sclaffed it, ball fell to him, uh, you know, like a, a, a kind of second attempt, and, yeah. and everyone was like on the deck, and he, and he, he kind of turned it into the back of the net. A real, a real poacher's goal. Um, then Sydney scored again. So I think there was like something like two goals in two minutes. Um, and then Sydney scored again to make it 2-1, half-time. And then uh, Saw made quite a few changes, well, a couple of changes at half-time, I think. And um, like, so the Bloomings were kind of pounding the Sydney goal. They were peppering the goal, to quote Gary Lineker. Uh, and uh, every time... They, as they were attacking, as they were throwing everything at it, Sydney just kept hitting them on the break. And uh, the next thing you knew, it was 3-1, and then a couple of minutes later, it was 4-1. And it was uh, officially a good night, good night, so one. So um, where do you think that leaves them? Will they qualify or not? So the way that group is, is pretty incredible, because all four teams right now, I haven't looked at the head-to-head, so if anyone knows I'm wrong, I apologise, but from what I can see just point-wise, all four teams can can still qualify. So it's going to be a fantastic final day. Obviously, the Blue Wings have to go to Japan. Um, I know uh, everyone's favourite Blue Wings fan, Scotty, uh, is is making the trip over. He's, he's had it booked since day one. I think I, I was talking to him on Twitter and, you know, I was like, if they win in Japan, it's going to be the greatest trip ever. Yep. Uh, if they don't, it's going to be the greatest trip ever because it's Japan. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think they're in a real dodgy situation there. They really dodgy, a real dodgy position. Um, they've looked poor. Um, they haven't looked. I mean, they destroyed Than Ha away back in the playoff round, and I, I thought that with all the players that they brought in, you know, the like Wagenino. Uh, Dehan, um, Sangyup, I really thought they were going to challenge for the title. Yeah. Or as much as anyone can challenge John Book this year. But in terms of, yeah, they've been really disappointing. Really disappointing. And their attendance has been terrible. Like, um, regardless of whether we're counting free tickets or not anymore, um, like that attendance for a, an, an 8 pm Tuesday night kickoff. Uh, the the stadium looked dead. It looked, it looked empty. So I think the fans are are, are beginning to vote with their feet as well. So uh, Kashima have nine points, so they're qualified. Yep. Suwon on seven points. Sydney on five points. Shanghai on four points. Yep. So I think that means that. So if I'm right in saying Shanghai can qualify, then because you said they're on four and seven, right? Yeah. Because Suwon will win the head-to-head, the direct head-to-head. But obviously Sydney will both win the head-to-head with Suwon. So Suwon need to uh, get something in in Japan, preferably a win. So yeah, what, what I saw is Suwon need to match whatever Sydney do. Yeah, basically, yeah. But if Suwon draw and Sydney win? Then Sydney are through. Yeah. And if Suwon lose and Shanghai win, then... Suwon are through. But Sydney are, I mean, Sydney are running away, or I believe ran away with the A-League, uh, like scoring goals. I mean, like, this was, if you remember back to when 
when we spoke to Tom, like Tom said that this Sydney team were scoring goals like four or five goals a game. It wasn't unusual for, for them to be scoring, you know, like kind of several goals a game. Which is why it was so shocking they were so poor at home against Suwon. Yeah. So I think that they just completely underestimated or I don't know, maybe they were just way too confident. But you can see from now that they've, yeah, like this is the team that everyone thought that they were going to be. So for me, I think they're going to, I think they'll finish second and I, my prediction is going to be the Blue Wings are not going to get uh, the result that, that they need in Japan. Okay. Uh, two more games on Wednesday. Two more games on Wednesday. Uh, unfortunately, was that? Much more straightforward. Much more straightforward. So I, I, unfortunately, I didn't see any of the games um, due to some fried chicken. Uh, but... Um, John Book. John Book won. Away. Away. And they're... In Japan. In Japan. Yeah, they're through, obviously. And five wins now, isn't it? Five wins, yeah. And Usan, well, Usan who can't score a goal in the K League, absolutely thrashed Melbourne. Melbourne six two. Was they, didn't they thrash Brisbane six two last year? I think they did. <laughs> right, so maybe they just love playing Australian teams, yeah. Um, so that would be a cup set, right? That 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 couldn't have been predicted by anyone, surely. And that puts them into the next round with a game to spare when they were looking kind of precarious before that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's incredible. <laughs> you would you would never have thought that Osan had six goals in them across the group stages. Never mind six goals in one game. Yeah. So Melbourne poor again. Uh, Osan, you said through. Yeah. So we have Jeju out, Blue Wings, eh, John Book through, Osan through. Okay. So from day one of the groups Paul is that do you think when those groups were drawn do you think that two K-League teams in the next round is good let's say Blue Wings do crash out which to be perfectly honest you hope they do I didn't say that <laughs> but I see you're wearing a blue t-shirt actually today so maybe you don't hope they go out um, but do you think if, if Blue Wings crash out then do you think 50% of the teams through is, a, is good it's a good show. I mean, after last year, right, John Book were saying, you used to have let us play because Korea embarrassed, or the, K- the Korean teams embarrassed the country. Is two through less of an embarrassment? Um, I guess. Given the groups? I think the groups, we trying to remember what we said back in our, Kate, in our ACL preview way back when. But yeah, I think we said there were some tough groups here and we'd do well to get out of it. Okay. I think we said Suwon would have have a better chance now. Yeah, I think we'd be saying we would have a better chance than Ulsan, but at the end of the day, uh, that's what that's why we love football. Okay, so um, so the final round of games are coming up, obviously, a couple of weeks. Um, do you see, take your take your FC so hat off, do you think Suwon will make it? Uh, as you know, I went to Kashima a couple of years ago when Seoul needed a win to get through. Uh, and they got it in the 95th minute or whatever ridiculous it was. And you were one of three people who saw it. <laughs> um, it is a tough place to go to. The fans are quite intimidating. But uh, Sue One seems to play better away from home when there's less expectation. So maybe they can do it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, they have Dehan. He's got the experience of playing in ACL in tough games, whatever, but... Provided he's not got a broken leg after Sunday. <laughs> I want to talk to you about Sunday in a minute, yeah? But uh, but yeah, um, I'm going to say, sorry, Scotty, but I think it's going to be too much. I think Sydney are going to win at home 
And I think um, I think it's more likely that Sydney will screw up than Suwon will you think? get the result they need. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to say as well. I think I think I agree with you there. Okay. Okay. So let's have a look. Uh, I, so we'll move on to like a, a review of last weekend then. You want to finish talking about the crowds? Oh, yep. I forgot that's why we had that intro music. <laughs> so basically, yeah, as you said, the Korean crowds had the lowest in the. The, in the whole tournament. Uh, some people are on Twitter saying that that's because or could be because of of cold weather conditions, like it's freezing cold in Korea, plus it's difficult enough to get to midweek games. That's t- if you take the difficult enough to get to midweek games out of it, because that's always going to be the case, do you think the weather conditions have affected it? Like, I mean, is it way more colder in Korea than it is, let's say, for example, in Japan or, or in China at this time of year? Um, it's. I think the, the weather in Japan is quite similar to in Korea, maybe a couple of degrees warmer. Okay. Uh, I think the weather in northern China, somewhere like Tianjin, is probably similar, because Tianjin is just, what, an hour's flight over the, the ocean, right? So it's going to be damn cold there. Yep. It's always damn cold in Beijing. Obviously, Guangzhou is nice and warm, and... They have some, for some reason, they've got a very fervent crowd. But even their ACL crowds are lower than their, their Chinese league matches, I think. Um, for me, I guess the average Korean crowd's possibly down this year because Seoul are not in it. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think the weather is a... Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, there will be casual fans that don't go because it's cold. But I think the average crowds you're looking at there are still way beyond, way below what you would think of as the... The, the average minimum crowd for a K-League game, right? So there's yeah. clearly something else going on. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think that's a... I mean, I want to kind of take you back up on, on, on that so point, because, you, know, like, you know, I can imagine right now eyes are being rolled because you said it's because so what in it, but I think that's a completely perfect point. I mean, like, so in the capital, you know, always is going to attract way more fans than, than Ulsan. We also saw, I mean, this goes back to the idea of the two-legged FA Cup final. You know, like, there was nobody there. Osan or Pusan, right? They're not particularly football-oriented cities. Um, but, but it's things like uh, if you look at any one year, probably where, where which which group Guangzhou in this year? Whose group were they in? The Korean teams. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> yeah, Jeju. Jeju. No, uh, they lost. Uh, yeah, I actually can't remember. <laughs> I think it was Jeju. But. No, that wasn't because they were playing in Shanghai, right? Anyway, just keep talking, I'll find out. Okay, so your point is going to be that if you look at the group that Guangzhou are in... If when Guangzhou played against Seoul, they were getting huge crowds yeah. from the local... From the embassy would get Chinese fans along, so that would give it a bump in that year. But if, say, Guangzhou are playing in Cheju or Ulsan, they don't have the same kind of pull. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I think you can see the same thing for Suwon as well, because... You know, it's easy to bus fans down to like Suwon, but I think yeah, anywhere further uh, south than, than than Suwon, I think yeah, that's going to hugely impact on the on the on the number of Guangzhou fans. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, it's Jeju's crowds are low, Osan's crowds are low, so you know people are not turning out for K League, so they're not going to turn out and pay, you know, like or come along to like an ACL game as well. Yeah. I mean, also, I don't, I don't know what the average crowd was last year. So obviously, Chumbuk come back in, Seoul have dropped out, and Chumbuk and Seoul's 
crowds are not that different. Yeah. But over the, the long term, yeah, as you said, Cheju, low crowds, Ulsan, low crowds. If you want to get a high average um, ACL crowd, you need to have Seoul, Chumbuk. Songnam. <laughs> Suwon <laughs> Su back in the day. I mean, Suwon crowds are just down across the board anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then a fourth, a fourth well-supported team. I'm, I'm struggling. Incheon. <laughs> oh, I think somewhere in the ACL that they would probably get fans who would turn up, right? They seem to manage to pull fans every now and again. Like for certain certain games, they seem to have a lot of fans, yeah, sometimes. Pohang would be the next best bet. Yeah, Pohang probably, yeah. Okay. Okay, so anything else on the crowds? Like, we don't really know why it is, but uh, just uh, just saying it's, you know, cold weather, it could be a factor, but I think we're seeing that kind of just general malaise towards uh, football right now. Um, yeah. It's not, it's not been a great start to the season attendance-wise either, yeah? Uh, and, and just saying, do you, personally, do you think that's a, a, re- a relevant excuse? The cold? Yeah. No. Have you ever not been to a football match because of the weather? Nope. I've never looked and said, oh, it's cold, I might need to wear a scarf. I'm, I'm not going to go. No, I, I've, I've never, I don't think I've, there's ever been a time where I've been, like, if, if I don't care for the teams, it's, you know, for example, you know, like Suwon versus Sydney, I don't really care who wins or whatever. So if it's minus 25, I might choose not to go because I don't really care about the teams. But even then, I would probably still just go anyway because they, I, I, I would go to watch football. So I don't really think it being cold is really an, an excuse that we can really pull out the hat, well, to be well, honest. Well, because, for example, if we use that excuse, if that is what we're going to say, then that surely means that come summertime, come the 7pm kickoffs. It's too hot. It's, oh, come on, it's too hot. So then when are we going to get the the kind of optimal time in Korea? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's May 5th, right? So, so they should play all the K-League matches within two weeks, in, <laughs> uh, two, two weeks in October. Basically, yeah. The whole K-League in those two, in those two weeks, yeah. Double headers every day. Yeah, just so those fans who, who could get affected by the weather come out, yeah. Uh, just um, obviously, Seoul haven't been in it this year, so not been that many matches you can get to. But Sydney have played three games at home. How many of them did you make? Sydney I haven't been at any oh, Sydney home games at all. Sorry, Suwon. <laughs> Su- have played three games at home. How many did you get to? Um, so out of the three games, I was working on two of them. So the first two, I was actually working because they were both on Wednesdays, and I work on Wednesday. Well, I worked more on just Wednesday, but I worked <laughs> late on Wednesday. Uh, the only game that I didn't go to w- w- that I could have gone was Tuesday. And if I can just jump in before anything is said. You were too tight to pay for the KTX. So I was too tight to pay for the KTX. Um, but the class I was doing was actually moved back to City Hall. So it, it was leaving from, I would have been leaving from City Hall. And as we both know, the bus system midweek that bus route from Myeongdong town to City Hall, uh, down to Suwon is like a nightmare. Um, every time I go, I feel like I'm waiting or I'm queuing on it, yeah? So given I had just enough time to make it, it was, the decision was taken to watch it at home. Nothing to do with the weather. Okay. Just to do with like work. But so I will take the, it's difficult to get to midweek games. I will take that excuse. The, because it's minus two, um, sorry, doesn't wash with me. But, but that's like one or two off the average, right? Because you'd normally go to a, a couple of yeah. CL games, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think my lack of attendance has caused us to fall below Qatar, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. 
don't know how many groupies you have. <laughs> I think if I see I'm going, there's like a hundred thousand people turn up, right? Okay. Has the Phantom gone to any? Um, no. I've not gone to any. None of the Diablos have gone to any. Um, well, obviously none of the Diablos have gone to any. Uh, so that is, yeah, so I guess so is the... But then again, the Phantom did go to the Sky Dome uh, baseball stadium on Tuesday instead. That's disgraceful. Yeah, yeah. I think we should get him on the show next week and ask him why. I think we should terminate his contract with the show. <laughs> like anyway. he attempted it himself. Anyway, times are passing. Time's passing. Uh, okay, so nothing else in ACL. Let's move on then to K, K League review. Um, let's just basically review the games that we were actually at. I think it's probably like a good idea. Okay. So K two, K one. K two. K two. Okay, I went to uh, Tanchon on Sunday. It was my first day back on the drink after six weeks. So you can't remember any of the game. That's it. So <laughs> let's move on. Um, they won, did they not? They won one nil. Uh, Ider scored the decisive goal. Um, Either he there started on the bench, which was really strange. I'm not quite sure what uh, the coach was playing out there, to be honest. Um, Murala, who'd scored uh, midweek against Dejan in the cup, was also benched as well. Um, it, it, it was really interesting. I, I put a photograph up early. That's what I talked about this really briefly. Like they had all the players were were doing their training, and then the skill set players broke off into the corner. So Murala either. Uh, Orsulic and a couple of Korean guys, uh, uh, Pat, Pat Tejun, I can't remember the other one. They broke off and, and they were working on, uh, it was a really interesting drill. So basically like, they were working on how to run between each other, like doing fancy dribbles. So basically, like, you know, beating a man basically, yeah. So while everyone else was kind of like working on shooting or crossing or or, or whatever they were working on on their kind of close close ball control uh, dribbling skills, um, just like four or five of them, um, and then they they went back and joined them, and then he benched three of them. Um, so I'm not really quite. Actually, he benched all of them if I remember right. Did you see any of those skills at any point during the match? So this is the thing about Songnam is that they're 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 playing that way. Definitely, he he, he definitely is trying to encourage them to run with the ball more, to, to pick it up and run at defences. Like, I think one of my complaints under Park, I think if you remember, was like they, they just kept putting the ball forward or like, like really losing the ball easily in midfield. But when we get the ball, we're kind of tough to get the ball off. Um, so he, he, he definitely is working on on that skill. Um, so he brings Idair uh, on. The, the guy, I, I, I can't praise this guy enough. He's something special. He's he's when he comes on, he lifts the fans, he lifts the players around him, uh, he brings everyone into the game. Uh, he's a really really talented player, um, and he scored the goal. So basically, it was Hyunwoo, um, Hyunwoo, uh, who ran with the ball, and he came running down down the left hand side, and I was doing my my usual screech of look up, look up. Uh, he didn't. He decided to shoot. The keeper saved it and palmed it straight out to Ider, who knocked it into the the, uh, the empty net. The linesman immediately flagged for offside. Uh, everyone was celebrating, and the referee stopped it. Went to VAR, Hawkeye, whatever we want to call it, 
Uh, and within about 30 seconds, the linesman was overruled and the goal was given. Okay. If every VAR decision went Song Nam's way, <laughs> I would be, that's not what <laughs> If every VAR decision was so quick, I would love it. Yeah. And that's all I've got to say, to be perfectly honest about VAR. Uh, the police were poor. Kumuyol uh, played well, or he was a bit of a pain, but not anything great. And yeah, Songnam easily won the game. Not easily won the game, but deserved. We deserved to win the game. I then made my way to the race course, had a beer, and then I don't really remember much more that happened after that. Was there a horse involved? Uh, that was about 10 p. Oh, sorry, that, that's a different story, right? That's a different podcast, right? So Songnam unbeaten. Un- unbeaten, six games. We're sitting second in the league. Second in the league, but six points off the top. Well, yeah, I mean, because no one can match and only, only three points out of seventh place. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a really tight league, um, really tight. Uh, but uh, I'm still confident we'll be somewhere. There or thereabouts. Yeah, we'll be there or thereabouts come the end of the season. Well, surely Ansan will drop down as the season progresses, right? Yeah, you remember, you'd imagine Ansan will drop. You'd imagine uh, Buchon can't keep this up. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they play once they start playing home games. But you've got to imagine that, yeah, that they'll they'll um, falter at some point. Um, talking of Puchon, they were 2-0 down at half-time to Eland. Yeah, which was like probably the most unpredictable result in football history. And then 1-4-2. Which was probably the most predictable result in football history. And your man Pop scored again. He scored again, six, goal, six games in a row. He's now... One away from equaling Drew's second place and two away from the record, right? Don't put too much pressure on him. I want to, because in two games' time, you're playing them. <laughs> so if he scores this weekend, I'll know exactly if, he, if he's if he got the record, because I'll be standing there throwing cans of beer at him. <laughs> As he scores a hat-trick. As he scores a hat-trick, yeah, I'll be on the pitch. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, the, K, the, the K2 is looking like a really good league this year. Um, I think... Um, I'll be interested to see how, how, as you said, you know, as the season unfolds, as it, as it goes on, I'll be interested to see, uh, you know, that, that where everyone ends up being. But definitely, great start from Buchan, and for me as a Songnam fan, that's a pretty fantastic start. Uh, in other games, Kwangju continued their poor form by losing at home to Taejon. Yep. Ansan got a creditable draw away at Pusan with a last-minute equaliser, and Suwon beat Anyang away. They did. Suwon actually, Suwon FC actually gave away free tickets to all their youth teams, uh, players and family members to try and encourage an atmosphere at the game. Suwon have identified that they're underperforming and they're trying everything they can to kind of encourage people to come along, which is got to be commendable. Okay. Okay. Moving, moving swiftly on yep. to K1. Uh, Did you see any of these games on TV or otherwise? I didn't at all. No, I didn't watch. The only game I watched was on Saturday. Uh, was it was on song? It was Sunday. Song now. Um, so you, where do you want to start? The game you went to? Yeah. Uh, game I went to. Yeah. Seoul versus Incheon. Okay. So what do I? I think we'll do that review first, and I will talk about something that will lead us into my next point about the army. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that that game finished well. I mean, talk us through it, Paul. Um, 
You've got a minute. If I'd, have, if, I'd have, if I'd have been one of those people that left at the uh, 88 minute mark, I would have seen a 1-0 victory. <laughs> but what's his face? Song Xiu. Again. Pops up in the 90-something minute. Equalises 1-0. Pretty sweet goal, right? Um, yeah. He, yeah. Under pressure from a sole defender, he chested it down and volleyed it in. Yeah. So. Deserve a draw? Probably. I mean, the two teams look very even. Um, Inchon, some nice passy, nice pacey passes, breaking yeah. forward, and they look quite good. A bit weak on the finished pro- project. Uh, a bit weak on the finished product when Mugoso was not playing, but they looked very lively, a lot better than the Inchon we've seen in recent years. Uh, Seoul, as ever, lacking pace, lacking any kind of idea about what to do, uh, basically plodding around. Okay, standout players, Evandro. Okay. Came on at half time, scored a goal within 10 minutes. Um, you're going to love his goal celebration. What's he do? He goes like to take a kick, right? So he, he runs up, swings to take a kick, and then does a somersault like that oh, over okay. his shoulder. It's, it was uh, uh, it was probably the most entertaining thing of the, the match. <laughs> okay. Um, he looked quite lively, but what I would say is he was kind of easily pushed off the ball at times. Okay. Think he's making the step up okay, or do you think he'll make the step up? Is it a step up? Um, um, well, not really, because the, the opposition are mostly what he was playing against last year. When okay. He for Tegu, so, um, theoretically, he, he ought to have better service this year, but I don't know about that. Okay. Um, Park watch? He came on with 10 minutes to go, didn't do anything. Oh, it's a good time to bring on your most influential leader. He came on. He came on with it being one nil, and he match finished one all. That's, that tells you what you need to know. <laughs> I'm loving my park watch. It's um, the it, it's the highlight yeah. of the podcast. The other park, the much maligned park he song, Thierry, uh, Korea's Thierry Henry. Yeah. He started the game again, God knows why, uh, and this time he actually started as like a, a right winger. So, okay. And he actually didn't look too bad. It looked better than my very low expectations, but yeah, he didn't really do much. Okay. Um, anybody else that you would? I mean, anyone else that you think? I mean, where they are? Are there any corners being turned by so? I mean, they they've had a pretty poor start. But did you see anything? Okay, it was a one each draw. But did you see anything in the game that gave you any any kind of like hope? High hopes that a top four finishes is achievable? No. Okay. Because they went ahead one nil. Uh, probably first goal that's come this season from a decent attacking move uh, and they should have pushed uh, there should have been a weight off their shoulders and they should have pushed on and destroyed Inchon or at least got that second goal but they didn't they just faffed about so okay. no hang out hang out okay okay the, the match of the day that day was unfortunately not it so it was actually down in uh, Gangwon yeah as uh, Gangwon that's the top two uh, faced off Gangwon versus Gyeongnam um, there were goals. Including, plenty. Yeah, including two for Markel. Including, including two for Markel. Game finished 3-2. 3-1. To Gyeongnam, obviously. Yeah. Was these um, sitting pretty at the top of the league? Yeah, the only team with a 100% record. Uh, which is pretty incredible, considering the fact that they just came up, right? It's kind of... I'm still not getting my head around how, how on earth they're... 
I mean, had they not played anyone good, I don't really know. I mean, Gangwon are not a bad team, so. Um, Gotta say that I think I tweeted on Saturday, you know, is it is it too early? Eh, sorry, on Sunday, is it is it too early to kind of to like start thinking they're the real thing? But well, it's obvious what's going to happen. They're going to do well in the first half of the season. Marcao will nick off somewhere in in the World Cup break or in the next transfer window, and they'll be rubbish in the second half of the season. Okay, prediction. Paul, Paul's prediction always on always on point will he go to the Middle East will he go to China will he go to FC Seoul <laughs> Chombo I don't know but he's not I'm, I'm sure he's not going to be at Kyungnam come July okay. or August okay uh, what about Saturday's results um, so Pohang defeat Ulsan 2-1 that was Ulsan's first goal yeah uh, Suwon went away to Jeju and won 1-0 which was a little bit unexpected, perhaps. Uh, Chombuk only got one against Sangju, but it was enough. So okay. Jumingu's goal watch ended. Okay. And then the other game, Tegu versus Chonnam finished one all. One all. Okay. So so Gyeongnam are top. Yeah. Second are. Uh, ooh, Pohang. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, third. Um, if if this. Website will cooperate. I can tell you who's bottom. Bottom. Should we, should we do bottom? Ulsan. Ulsan are bottom. Then Tegu, then Seoul, Sangju, Cheju, Chonnam. Uh, third place is Chumbuk, so they're climbing. They're climbing, climbing yeah. Okay. And the final ACL spot would be go would go to Gangwon. Gangwon. Okay, sweet. Okay. Um. So something I just want to touch on really briefly is the announcements this week that well, I, I guess the announcement from. Songnam this week was that Yoon Young Sun has returned from the army and is back in, in the fold of Songnam. Hopefully see him uh, get a start pretty soon. Uh, obviously that means then that Shin Jin Ho must yeah. be back. Uh, and I know he's back because I saw him doing a press conference yesterday. Uh, so he's back at Seoul. Had a stellar start to his Seoul career. He actually looked fantastic to be honest in the first few games. Then went straight off down to the army. Uh, how's he been since he came back? Um, average. Okay, so he started his sole career under Che and went to the army and then has come back and I'd be saying Huang has ruined him. Didn't he used to play for Huang down in Pohang? Yes, he did. So. <laughs> okay, um, so quick point I want to make. Yep. Can you think of many a player who has done their military service and came back better? Um, yes, Songnam goalkeeper, who did his six-month, six-week military service and came back. Okay. Kim Dong Jun Jin. Okay. I don't remember him, but okay. Who's the Who's the Song Songnam goalie? The guy right now. Yeah. Kim Dong Jun. Yeah. Oh, okay. What, did he do six weeks? He went off to the military service and then he came back like really quickly. Do you not remember that? Wasn't that part the, the guy that failed to get in the army, failed to get in the police, and then ended up doing actual military service? Um, the, the, I think that was Park Jin Hyuk, right? Was it? Yeah, with the moustache. He, he actually did six weeks in the military and then came back with a with a bruised hand, and has uh, never played again since. There was Hello. Yeah, that's definitely Park Jin Hyuk. I think you're talking about definitely. 
Um, he's a guy with he, he did a little moustache, went to the art, he tried to apply to be in the police. Uh, he, he held off because he thought he could do the police, failed the medical or something like that, went and did actual military service, came back with a sore hand and has never played since. Okay. But I, I was thinking more about, for example, Shin Jin Ho, I was thinking more Park Jin Ho, you know, like the other guys who have come back. There's very, very few of them who I think seem to do military service and get improved. So um, I wonder if it's a coaching issue down there that maybe needs to be addressed. Well, they're never going to. Well, they're never going to attract a high level of coach, right? Because he's got no real say in what. Yeah. What he can do. Yeah. So I was wondering if there's something there. Yeah. Okay. So I guess talking about the army that brings us on really quickly. Winners and losers. Do we have any this week? Um, winners. Got to be all sun. Okay. They've been looking a bit shaky, but a resounding win. Okay. Reser- reverse side of the coin is obviously losers. Suwon. Okay. A game that. That they they dominated Sydney back in in Australia and got thumped at home, which means they're now losing on the head to head. So yeah. Okay, uh, my losers are going to be Jeju because they're out the ACL with a whimper, uh, and my winners are going to be Kellogg because they make snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> and at some point, someone's going to start going buying more of them. Now my winner is. The guy is showing he's not a flash in the pan. Six, six games in a row. Yeah, fantastic. Um, okay, so that brings us up really quickly then to this weekend. Uh, obviously, uh, Supermatch is, is, is the big one. Uh, I'm going to give you two minutes, Paul, to talk about it. Uh, obviously, all eyes on Dayan. Yeah. Um, I actually got a text from a Suwon fan uh, Tuesday night saying that Seoul are going to thrash Suwon in the, uh, in the, in the Supermatch. And I said... If you think Seoul can do match Sydney and score four goals in Suwon, then you're much mistaken. Maybe a sneaky 1-0 win. But my money's on a one all draw or something like that. Yeah, my money's on a one all draw. So much so that uh, in a particular elimination game, I'm going to pick one of the two teams. <laughs> uh, press conference yesterday was interesting. Okay. Uh, that was obviously the two managers, Dehan obviously, and Shin Jin Ho. And what did Dehan have to say? Uh, good luck on Sunday, bruv. Okay. His shake and cuddle with Huang was slightly uncomfortable, <laughs> to say the least. I assume you'll be going? Uh, no, uh, if I'm going anywhere, I'll be at Elan to watch uh, the visit of Songnam. You do realise the uh, Seoul game finishes at four, the Elan game starts at five, it's about an hour by a direct bus from, from Suwon to Changsha. Yeah, but unfortunately I have something that I do on Sunday that I'll need to do either before or after the football. And unfortunately that means I'd have to do it at 9am if I was going to make both games. That sounds um, really dodgy, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, that's why that part might get cut out of the podcast. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's very unlikely that I'll make uh, either of the two games, to be honest. But hugely unlikely I'll make both. Mister, but Mister, I won't miss a, a game for cold weather, but I'll, I'll miss it to have a, a something else. Hopefully, it's not what I'm thinking. It is, no, it's not. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's not family day. Um, but so basically, that's the podcast round for me anyway. <laughs> and now that image in my head. Um, so basically, yeah, I don't think I'll be there, but you will obviously be there, Paul. Uh, do we expect a big, a big attendance, a big crowd? It'll be plus two because my mum and dad are going. Okay. Uh, beyond that, I've no idea. Okay. Uh, be interesting to see because Suwon away is always a big, normally a big away turning 
or a big away turnout even. But obviously Sol doing poorly. We've heard rumours of boycotts. I know people that I would normally expect to see at home games went to, actually went to Kangwon Kyungnam last weekend. So um, definitely I'm expecting a, a minor crowd. A minor crowd, okay. Okay. Prediction, one each you say? One each. Okay. Uh, just briefly, will the Gyeongnam train stop anytime soon? This week they're uh, Taegu at home, so that's one of the more winnable fixtures. Yep, so that's the one they'll lose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so you would imagine they should win that one. And I guess uh, we'd be said Pohang second, Chonbuk third. Uh, that'll be Chonbuk second, Pohang third come the end of the match. Okay. Okay, Surely so Chumbuk will win that. You think so, right? And what will Ulsan do after their 6-2? Uh, they will face Kangwon, so they'll be brought back down to earth. Although they are at home, so... Yeah, so... So do you think that that, I mean, is that, is that managed to give the coach a little bit of breathing space? Because, I mean, he was he was severely under pressure, right? After having only scored one goal yeah. in the K-League, right? Uh, I guess it depends how they kick on. It'll give them a couple more matches of breathing room, but then if they continue to do poorly in the league, then no. Okay. Other matches, Incheon playing Chonnam. Yep, I might go. Cheju playing Sangju. I won't go. Okay. I might go to the incheon Chonnam game. I don't know, I'll see, I'll see. I might go. Uh, okay, moving swiftly on to the league that matters, the tightest league in Korea. Um, the Q2. Yeah, obviously, we said... Uh, Eland home to Songnam with a five o'clock kickoff. Uh, a we win. Okay. On the Saturday, it's Ansan Suwon at three o'clock. So I may, if I don't go to Incheon, I'm going to go to that one. I actually like that journey. Uh, I'm going to go, that is going to be the beginning of the Ansan uh, collapse. I think that's an away win for Suwon. Anyang Tejon. Anyang Tejon. Uh, the team in purple. Uh, Anyang will win 1 0. Asan Buchon. Uh, that's a tough one. Buchon cannot keep continuing this run. They can't. My prediction is pop not to score and the police to win 1 0. And then finally, Pusan Kwangju. Uh, that's got a home run written over it every day of the week. Okay. Okay. Anything else to talk about? Uh, I guess that's probably pretty much everything. Just one quick, quick shout out to um, the Prediction League. Great round by by the Reverend and by Lex again this week. Uh, I know there was some controversy. Uh, just to clear it up, if you get a draw, if you predict one each, or for example, you predict a one each draw and it's two each, you just get uh, two points, not three points. Otherwise, everyone would just simply say nothing each draws every every day of the week. And that's not decided by us, that's decided by the system. It's a hard-coded... Yeah. Uh, point generator. The other ones we can decide, as in margin and so on, but draws are hard-coded because it's to stop people putting in a one-each draw for every single every single result, because then that person would win the prediction league. But final thing, Paul, who's sitting top? I believe it's someone with Diego in their name. Yeah, not me. <laughs> not you. I had a poor week. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about my week. My week was so bad, I think, that I didn't even change the, change the table. <laughs> This week, is yeah, I don't think I had a pretty good week, a particularly good week either. Uh, don't forget to get your predictions in for this week. Get them in for this week. Everyone got them in for last week, which was good. But it'd be nice if I didn't have to chase certain people. Yep, there is an automatic uh, get your predictions in message that seems to be going out to people who did 
put in their email address and the correct one, uh, but we can't rely that that's actually going out. So please, everyone, yeah, if you're listening to this, get your predictions in if you haven't already done so. By the time this is uploaded, you'll probably have five minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What, what, what music's going to take us out today? Well, I guess the big news in the league is, as I said earlier, is that, you know, Kellogg's uh, sales are going up due to Willie and Pop. Uh, six games in a row. Um, he's he's looking to equal second place uh, against uh, the police. So I think it's only fitting that this might be the last week of Pop Watch. So we go with some more pop music. <laughs>